Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. All right. We're going to do this in three, two, one, QBMOC. Here's how the Guardians can win the World Series. Uh, but they're not even in it this this year. The coach has the secret pathway to Cleveland glory. Wait, what? Uh, it's not Monday? It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. that distortion that's exactly how i feel tonight yes welcome everyone welcome to sports wednesday sports talk for the medium fan the only sports theme podcast that's exclusively on wednesdays and never not on a wednesday except for when it's not (laughs) we get we are sports talk for the medium fan that means we get the big stories right and the details wrong if you're cool with that we'll go ahead and have a show my name's pete brown driving the trains tonight i'm the big man on campus or bmoc i do this show with two loyal hosts i want to introduce them to you first of all basketball legend matt longley how are you coach i'm doing good doing good feels weird we're doing it on a wednesday that's just that's just odd we are we're coming out on wednesday we're recording on a tuesday actually Mm. Uh, but don't worry that's what i meant i was kind of playing it forward all right, playing it forward. And then with the sick guitar licks that set this show apart, it's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? Soviet. Feeling rebellious today. Rode my motorcycle to work. Wearing leather. <laughs> Such bullshit. It's, it's creepy. Playing guitar. <laughs> I'll... Got band practice tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. All those things are cool, except the voice that you're using to share them with. That's making it's creepy. it creepy. Sorry, I'll use my regular Where? voice. <laughs> I rode my motorcycle to work today. <laughs> and I've got Van Halen practice. Oh, Van Halen. So I'm real excited about it. Yeah, it's just swell. Toy show tonight. Going to be a toy show tonight, so we'll keep on going. A little housekeeping here. You can follow the show on social media at Sports Wednesday. On TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Sport Wednesday over on Twitter. And of course, to get your Sports Wednesday merch, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's it's getting up towards November. You want to get your holiday orders in now? Go to SportsWednesday.com, click on merch. Mm. Doing pretty good with that housekeeping. Sports Wednesday is brought to you by mm-hmm. Sportal, the only sports themed daily word guessing game that doesn't suck. That's at Sportal.pro. Check out Sportal.pro. How you guys been doing with the Sportals? I've been doing great. I, I mean, if you, I get it every day. Since you write the puzzles, we'd expect that. I'm, I guess I was talking more to Maestro. Have you been climbing up that leaderboard, Maestro? You know, I'm I'm holding fast at nine, but I feel like I'm catching up to eight. Like every day, I'm I'm right there because I've been yeah. doing pretty well. So, and let me ask you: Do do you read the post puzzle copy? Sometimes, you know, I got really tired of all the coaches' typos, so I couldn't do it. Anymore. Oh. It Those was weren't all mine. And I was Those weren't all mine. Hundred percent. I can tell when they're your coaches, though. His writing, I can tell. Yeah, I uh, I, uh, I stepped in. And, <laughs> What's that uh, mean? I can tell. Maestro actually, he's pretty I, pretty good I at that. Um, I did step in and write a couple puzzles for this month, and I hid a secret in one of my post puzzle copies. That's Ooh, all I'm saying. Secret. It's hidden there. All right. But yeah, it's like the end of the month, though, right? So how are we going to... Portal.pro. 
Sportle.pro, everybody. Uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to comment on the, the Little Debbie conversation we had. So last week's show, which was a special Thursday edition, which typically hurts our numbers a little bit. <laughs> How many Little Debbies have you eaten since eaten last two Thursday? two boxes of Little Debbie. So we started talking about Little <laughs> oh Debbies my God. an hour and ten minutes into the show. It was probably the most compelling part of the show. But as we were speculating, who was going to ever listen that deep into the show to the Little Debbie conversation. And we said, if you listen, reach out to us. One person. So Tal, so Tal Sean reached out. He made it. He said zebra cakes are his Little Debbie of choice. So then I went over to Twitter to see if we had any DMs. Yes. 39,674. <laughs> and you went through all of them? Too many for me to, to read on the show, yeah. So I just responded to each one personally. So if you DM'd us, thank you very much you for... Like in the Little Debbie conversation. I didn't realize it would go viral like that. So I got a question for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I sent you guys a picture of the holiday mm-hmm. cakes or the, the Halloween ones. Yeah. Now, is that based on a zebra cake? I think they're all their special cakes are the... Because it has chocolate. Like, I thought the zebra cake had vanilla it it does. cream in it. But they also have a chocolate so, zebra. Like, I have a cake that has chocolate in the middle. To make uh-huh. it even more complicated, yeah. I bought zebra rolls. Which were like Little Debbie's is, Swiss cake rolls, but they're zebra cake flavored. Mm. They're pretty good. Interesting. But I, I bought some. I went shopping tonight and went and got Little Debbie oatmeal pies, but not the little ones. The big ones. I got the maestro requested or suggested big fat ones in the extra big box, and it was it was delicious. Aren't they? Like they're, they're so good. They're significant. But they're, yes, but they're the kind that you could buy when you go into a convenience store. It used to be this way where you'd spend like... 75 cents or a dollar and you got the giant one now i got a whole box of them oh yeah. i gotcha i love it good times good. so so uh so little debbie's so so bmoc does that mean uh maybe you're uh gonna pack on a little bit more winter weight with those get, little debbies or head what start on a head start on the winter weight for sure <laughs> so i've been going the other direction here the last uh the last couple of months so we'll see if these little debbies turn it back around you got your wage in battle. That's right. It's a battle. All right. So before we get to the show, we do something called checking in with BMOC. Battle. This is where I uh, just kind of check in with one of my co-hosts, find, find out how life is going, ask some questions. Maestro. Maestro's on. On the hot seat tonight. How are you, Maestro? Uh, I thought you already asked me. Uh, you were two weeks ago. No, last week was, was me. Coach. I got yeah. three possible Pay questions for you, Coach, for Maestro. Three possible questions, A, B, or C. C must be the cancer one. <laughs> Go ahead and make a choice, Maestro. A, B, or C. A- any of those choices. And B. B. <laughs> for for b- bastard. I think B was probably bonehead. the toughest of the three. Uh, Maestro, oh, good. What quality about yourself do you absolutely hate? Oh, I love this. There's, that list is is getting longer and longer. Uh, I don't know. Can I steal? Maybe it's <laughs> my gr- Maybe it's <laughs> Maybe it's the my grudges. I just I have so many grudges mostly against you You're two. You're a grudge holder. <laughs> that you hold forever? Do your grudge carry your that around? Your grudges never fade away. No. My grudges <laughs> never fade away. <laughs> they grow with me every day. <laughs> my grudges. Oh, my grudges. They never fade away. Hey, Maestro, can I ask you a question? Is it a cancer not, sure, how how often how often do you talk to your siblings on the phone? Uh, it depends. I, I I really only talk to one sibling on the phone just because she hates yeah. texting. So if we have something serious to talk about, she'll just call me. Um, like but how mostly often? it's text. Uh, let's see. Well, you know, when we're getting ready for Hakes on the Lake, yeah, it's oh, yeah. a lot. Because you got like that event every few days. Okay, but I think since then, maybe I think maybe we talked maybe a month yeah. ago. Mm. So, but 
But that but she's really the only one. Everybody else is is text. But do you feel like about once a month you're checking in with them? The the so the group text we yeah. have a sibling yeah. group text and that's pretty active. I would say at least once a week somebody gotcha. posts something, whether it's like a picture of something, something yeah. you know, random yeah. or whatever. So hmm. it's since my parents died, I haven't I haven't been the best at keeping in touch with my sisters, you know, and. I, I've been realizing because, as you know, this summer I wasn't good at keeping in touch with anybody. I was super busy, but you know, it's it's been many months now. And then two of them called me tonight just to say hello and check in, and I was it's kind of thrown me a little bit. And I was like, I wonder how <laughs> often I should be checking in. And then I thought I'll check with Maestro. He's got that situation going on. I, you you must have been putting out some vibes. Was it nice talking to him? Yeah, it was nice, and it wasn't a long conversation or anything like that. I think it was more just like, hey, we haven't talked in a long time. We should at least check in and say hello sort of thing. So, uh, But it was kind of out of the blue, right? And so like when I saw my sister mm-hmm. come up on my phone, I'm like, somebody died. And then I'm like, you know, and she said, nobody died when, when I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, I will say things are, are, are definitely different since my parents mm-hmm. passed with, with all of us. But and everybody, you know, my, my sisters especially, they've got, you know, grandkids and stuff now. So they're on a, a whole different yeah. level. So I, I do just try to text them when I'm thinking yeah. about them. I try to do that. But we don't we don't call. We don't talk. I got to I got to I got to do a better job at it. I got that's my takeaway from the night. I got to at least send a text once a month or something like I, I got all the old pictures. I could take a picture of an old picture and be like, here's an old picture. <laughs> All right, that's checking in with BMOC. Maestro on the hot seat. That was heavy. That was yeah, heavy. You. It's supposed heavy. To, we're supposed to be trying to bring something real to the show. Uh, not as real as this next section, though, which I'm really excited about because it's one of our favorite bits, Tepid Takes, but this time they're semi-restricted. that mean actually i'll tell you what a lot of time fellas we put tepid takes on the show sheet and then i'll look at the i'll look at the categories or whatever we're having a tepid take on and i come up with my take and then guaranteed one of you two will have my take before i do because i always have the mm, most so ob- you should go first it's just that i have the most obvious it takes so i thought what are the most obvious takes on these two categories and then i'm going to take those off the board so uh, that nice. was that was smart coming up the uh, World Series starts, I think, Friday. The Philadelphia Phillies taking on the Houston Not-Cheater Astros. <laughs> and the take that is not allowed, which is what I would have said had I just left this at World Series, is, oh, man, the Phillies are so hot. I wouldn't want to play them right now. They're totally hot. So, hot. taking that off the board, hot. your tepid take on the World Series maestro. Ooh, I get to go first. Ooh, we're going to make Coach go last. Well, we're going to gobble up all the good takes. You should. Well, well, here's the thing. Here it is. And this is mm-hmm. this is pretty tepid, too. I like and it's that. Pretty, medi- pretty medium, but yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about this. And, you, you know, you're right, because what you what you took off the table would be something I would say. And, in fact, I might have even texted that. To I you think guys. you did. They were hot. Are, I think I said, Phil's are hot. But what I would have to say about this series, and I'm not a baseball guy, so we'll save that for the baseball baseball guy. guy. He's a baseball guy. Is that this World Series? This World Series is all about the gut versus the brain, right? Your brain is going to tell you take the Astros; they're the better team. Uh, They're deeper. They're stronger. They have a better record. Blah de blah de blah. But your gut, your gut (laughs) is telling you the Phillies, right? Mm. They're hot. They they're from the National League. They're they're nine and two oh in the God. playoffs. Oh gut, gut versus the brain. That's my tepid Holy take. Cow. I'm laughing because uh, you basically that was my take. <laughs> <laughs> my my take was you stole it. Again. It was this World Series is October Logic versus October Magic. <laughs> this is nice. the same. That's, well, that's way it's way the better. Same, way right, better. but. Logic tells you that the team with the better pitching staff, and that's Houston, is going to go further. I still think. Uh, who do you think is going to win, Maestro? That, that that's part of this. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're a betting person, what do you bet with your brain or your, or your gut? Um, 
I'm going to be rooting for the Phillies, but I think the Astros are going to prevail. I agree. I think Astros in six, maybe. I think the Phillies will win a couple of games for sure. But yeah, October Logic versus October Magic was kind of that same that same deal. But here's what fascinates me uh, about the Phillies because they going into this year, we all thought they would be a decent team, and they kind of underperformed in the regular season. They got in with the sixth seed, and then like overnight, they became the team we all thought they could be. And I don't know. I don't know what flipped that switch for them. Though it's not like because they've got players, right? It's not like a lot of no yeah. names are suddenly stepping up, like you know, and being Mark Mark Lemke I, all over the place. I mean, I will say, and I, I hope this doesn't steal coaches' thunder, mm-hmm. but this series does remind me the last time the Astros were in the series when they played the Nats, mm-hmm. and there yeah. was a similar vibe there, you know. And Houston did not yeah. prevail, so. All right, but maybe they learn. Maybe they learn Coach, from that. October Logic or t- October Magic. Your gut or your Phillies brain. Are hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so here's here's the thing I like about this series that makes it interesting because, I mean, I, I let's get it out of the way. I think the Astros are going to win. I just I just there's I've said it before. They're the best team in baseball. But now here's what makes this this series interesting. And it has nothing to do with the the Yankees series was a mismatch. And I know in, on paper you'd never say that, but it proved to be a mismatch because Yankees are so so reliant on two run homers, three run homers that they when those go dry, they don't have a second option. They just don't. Now the difference between the Phillies is makes it very they're very similar to what Seattle did with Houston. And Seattle gave Houston, even though they got they, they got beat, they gave them what for. So they they Phillies have more of that type of play, um, and their their pitching staff is 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 a little underrated. So the key for the Phillies is they've they've got to do something in game one or two. And Verlander is not he's had a, a great year, but he got absolutely shelled in game one when he pitched the first game against Seattle. He got crushed, um, and he got he was out of there, but two and two and one third, or maybe even three innings. So. There's a weakness there. If the Phils, Phils can get in there and do something game one, they make this interesting. But the, the, we're fooling anybody to think that, that Houston can that will lose this. And I think everybody's got to like pump the brakes, too, because I think people are like, oh, the Phillies, what a magical season. They were like the fourth or fifth highest payroll. Yeah. And they have the reigning – two years ago, Bryce Harper was the NL MVP. This is a, a really high-paid – a lot of money, good team. Yeah. They just underperformed, and now they're in the playoffs. Yes. Uh, did you say that the Mariners gave the the Astros what for? Was that the the phrase you said? Like, yes, I said what for. Like this, like, I'll give you what for. See? Yeah. It, yeah. It, I, I pulled the old little rascals. I'll give you what for. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, I do think the Phillies have the ability to maybe punch the Astros in the mouth a little bit, but I just don't know if they can do it for four games. They can't. In the first few games, are in yeah, Houston, and right? and I, yes, I think the Astros are more resilient. Altuve has been absent the whole playoffs. He needs to show up, uh, but they've got other players that have stepped up. And in, in, I know, you know, so they swept the Yankees with Altuve having like two hits in the entire four games. So and they've got Dusty's gloves. So and they've got Dusty's gloves. <laughs> they certainly do. They do. They got Dusty's gloves. Semi-restricted type of takes, Coach. You think you're going to watch this series? I might dial it in a little bit. If I mean, I'll probably look at game one, but if it goes sideways, no. Yeah, I'll probably watch a game or two, but I, I don't have that, ooh, Friday Night the World Series is on. Five, I don't seven, I don't either. You know? yeah. I mean, if the Wolverton Wolves are on, he's definitely going to watch I'm over that. I love the Wolves. <laughs> love the Wolves. Tables. The Wanderers. Wanderers <laughs> at the tables. Aren't they? They're called the Wanderers, and then the Wolves are their nickname because it's like yes, yeah, the Wanderers yeah. are the fans, right? Or I'm a wanderer. All right, I'm a wanderer. Tepid take number two. I thought this What's... would be interesting because uh, Ohio State played Iowa, and uh, they managed to 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 get the win. Here's the thing: we were all at that game. We were separately, and I just thought so. Your tepid semi restricted, your tepid take could either be about the game, it could be about Ohio State, or it could be about that entire experience of going to a game. 
Okay, so it could be the game day experience or about the game. The only thing mm. I'm taking off the table, and if you were watching that game closely, in the first half, the offense was not looking the greatest. So here's what's not allowed. The offense better clean up those mistakes before they face an SEC team. Taking that, That's on, off. Taking <laughs> that off the table, what do you have to say? All right, all right, all right. Coach, we're going to you first. Oh, I am? I was, I was thinking I was going last. All right. Uh, my tepid take is um, – I thought, I mean, people are way overblowing that they didn't play a great game. That's just splitting hairs. This team is so good, and the other teams, I mean, granted, Iowa's defense is probably the best in the league, and they still scored 54 points. No, they scored 47 points because they scored one pick six. So I thought they did really well, and uh, I thought the defense played really well. Zach, Zach Harrison showed up. They had excitement. I'm. I was kind of pumped. I think SEC team, bring it on. This team's ready. Maestro, let's go. Uh, I agree with coach. I mean, yeah, it was it was a slow start. What, I'm going to talk more about the game experience. Yeah, that's fair. Because um, I haven't I haven't been to a game yeah. in a while, probably f- five years maybe. So, you know, my expectation of the game, I was. It's weird because this is was a big. It was a great day. Weather was perfect. Um, big 10 matchup, right? We've been beaten by this team. I felt like being down there at the, at the stadium, granted it was, there's a lot of people there, but it, it didn't feel there's no juice. Uh, there was, it wasn't overwhelming. It was very sort of, uh, chill. Yeah. Like, like sort of, uh, par for the course kind of laid back. And so, honestly, you know, we were there like an hour before the game. It just didn't feel like crazy. There was no crazy vibe. And even going into the stadium, I was like, we were talking because we walked in. Coach and I walked in together. Even though our our seats weren't together, we were like, maybe we'll sit together because there's probably not going to be anybody here. (laughs) And we literally walk in there and the place is full. Like, how could you, how could there be 110,000 people in one place and the, the vibe was so chill. I, I agree. I don't know if you guys got that too, but because they know they're like, going to win, shit. it takes it takes. It's like knowing the end of the movie. You're not excited to see it. Like I think that's the vibe everybody has. Like the the Notre Dame game, even though that one had a little more juice, only because the outcome was kind of in question. But nobody thought this one was going to go any way other than the way it went. And I think people are like, "Oh, this is fun. Let's just go to the game and we'll sit there and it, we'll it cheer a little bit." It had that vibe. It was like yeah, didn't yeah, it? it was just like very chill. Everybody had their red on. It was like a red out, which you'd think would make it intense, right? Yeah. Red oh, fire. Yeah. There was passion. There was it no was just passion. pretty chill. Yeah. The other thing I will say uh, real quick is just, you know, our seats were actually really good. They were kind of in the corner of an end zone, so we're almost almost field level, which I've never been that close. And um, I was shocked. I'm always shocked by how big these guys are. And I know, you know, we've all seen like basketball players in the air in the airport, and they're huge too. But like these guys, like the the linemen for oh, Iowa, seven, oh, yeah, they were all six seven, six eight. They were huge. Um, I was really surprised at how tall uh, C.J. Stroud was. He's a lot taller than I would have thought. He's a big dude. Um, and that that number seventy nine. He's a o, monster. He, uh, He's a monster. He is the biggest man I've ever seen. He's, He's giant. He is so a sick, large human being. Yeah. So that was you know it was, it was fascinating just to see you know the size of these guys and they're teenagers ultimately. I will, I will say like when OSU would have a big play, I jump up and cheer, but I wasn't screaming myself hoarse like I do in games where I don't know the outcome. Yes. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? You know like, where this is going. So many times I go to a game and I I lose my voice for two to three days afterwards. And that, like, I was just like, yes. yes. You know, but it was like the emotional intensity wasn't there. Correct. Like, we're not going to see that for a long time. And, you know, Coach mentioned, too, he was at the Notre Dame game about how, you know, how many media timeouts mm, there are and stuff. And Ugh. I, so I was, I was kind of keyed into that. And I was really surprised at how active. Ohio State was during those media timeouts, like throwing the ball guys go out on the around. field and they're throwing the fo- throwing the ball around and kind of doing drills. Like I didn't do it, any of that. So I was kind of that was I thought that was pretty. Think about that that, that that three minutes it feels so long. Like it, those games is could it be only over three? way sooner. It feels like yes. seven. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's three minutes. It's the worst, and the refs like uh, you know timeout Iowa, and then there's like a pause and then they're like we'll make it a media timeout and you're like ah 
And you're like, Jesus. But I will say yeah. the one promotion they do where the the band guys get in the giant inflatable balls and crash into each other. That that was a blast. That was pretty good. That was probably the best, I think. That was a solid one. Although, uh, you know. Where how, were your seats? Uh, I was up in C-Deck. C-Deck? I was actually right above you, Coach. I was in 24C. So, oh, really? 30, 35-yard oh. line. It's actually a pretty good place to watch a game from up it's there. It's a good yeah. It's a good view. Um, one during one of those timeouts, they brought out their um, NCAA women's hammer thrower, I think it was, or shot putter. Yes, and her name was one of the two. I think it's like Andrea Aquila. Like, oh my God, her nickname should be Aquila the Hun. <laughs> I mean, it really should. It really should. That would be amazing. So uh, we got to make that happen. I was also going to talk game day experience because I kind of agree with micro, but I was uh, Mike micro. Hi, micro maestro. <laughs> Hi, buddy. I was more like, and we didn't tailgate, but I, I keenly observe the tailgaters when I, when I go to an Ohio state game, you know, because man, these guys get there at the crack of dawn. They, they rent. I know a guy who rents a U-Haul so he can pack everything up and, just all the food and the tables and everything, and it's like it's like it's like it's being insane. a caterer. It's insane, you know. Every week, and they like they, they have their own porta potties too. Did yeah. you notice that some areas like they have is a property or reserved and, for yeah. Jim Smith? And you party. guys, as you know, it's been kind of my ambition to kind of become that guy for at least one OU game every year, and I've, I'm having problems getting it going. And I bought, you know, I've got a table and a grill and everything now, and. After mm-hmm. after this game, I was kind of like, maybe I should just rethink that and just be like, it's not going to happen. Just stop trying to be that guy. Stop be, stop trying. Just be go to go to a bar before or after the game, guy. That's way easier. So you know, we left kind of like we left at halftime, like probably near the end of halftime, and we were walking back to the car, and it was, you know, you don't notice the walk going in because you know you got the energy and you're excited, and there's a lot of people, but. It was a little bit quieter going oh, back to the car. so quiet. And it felt longer, but there were still people in those parking lots that are pretty far away still partying. They have the they yep. have a TV set up, and they're watching it. And my son looks at me. He's like, why would you do this? Couldn't you just do this, like, at, at home? I know, but it's... You know, why would you stay in the parking lot? And I'm like, I think people just like to be close to the game, and they can hear it, maybe hear a little bit of the yeah. crowd noise coming out of the stadium. But right. He was just like, "Why wouldn't you just want to do this at home? Wouldn't that be easier?" Like, I wonder if like some, some of those groups have been—they just been tailgating for years and years and years—and so they're like, ah, "I'm not going to the game this week, but I'm still going down to see all my friends." I would assume there has to be yeah. that type of group. I don't know. It is fun as as OU grads were on the outside of it a little bit, and so oh yeah, we don't. It, know the, it the feels culture. a little weird to us. To I think yeah. It is. It's foreign. Weird. So, all right. But the Buckeyes won. That's what's important. And uh, do you guys want to make a quick prediction of uh, Ohio State, Penn State? Let's go to the coach. Uh, yeah, I think they. I think they. They win by twenty-one. Twenty. It's going to be forty-two to twenty-one. All right, Maestro. I don't think it's going to be a much of a game. I, I hope it turns out that way. I, I think Ohio State. They struggle. Uh, it's a night game, right? Mm-hmm. It's at Penn State. Big, it's a nooner. Big noon. It's oh, noon. That takes away a different. lot of advantages for Penn State. It does. That's a whole. That's really different. That's like two um, points on the spread. It takes away if it's not a night game. I'm not kidding. Yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, that that does change it for me. I think, uh, boy, coach, that's a good score for for a nooner. Um, I'm gonna say they they it'll be a little bit closer. They okay. let's say they win by 17. Ooh. That's nice. a, that, I'm like I like that you say this because I'm gonna come. We're gonna circle back to this in a little bit. Uh, so so nice. coach says they win by 21. Maestro says they win by 17. BMOC says one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> You're underneath all of it. <laughs> no, I'll go. I'll go bigger. I'll say they win by 28. 28. Yeah, that way as long as they go over 21, I'm a, I'm a, I'm looking smart. Okay, I'm looking smart. I like that. I like that. Smart. All right. Well, that's semi-restricted tepid takes, and uh, that's the whole first half of the show. It's cooking. Cruising cooking. Right, cruising right along. Now it's time for uh, the 75-minute portion of our show, which we love to call <laughs> Betting and Sweating. Wow. 
going to start with wagers of the week you know we've been wagering points since the season began uh last week tough week for me and maestro but coaches coaches unstoppable here's how here's what went down maestro picked cincinnati to cover they had to cover two and a half points they didn't do it maestro i know what the hell sorry maestro had just evened up to zero on the year he had been in negative numbers and then he made it right (laughs) to and let's say it with me everyone the rim of the hole and now he has fallen back (laughs) The rim of the hole. He's falling back into the I'm hole. Sucked back. The suction sucked me right Negative back, 10 back in the hole. On the year, <laughs> CMOC had been trying to uh, catch up to coach, and it's going the wrong direction. I wagered ten points at UCLA would uh, cover six and a half points against Oregon. They lost badly actually in that game. They scored late to make it seem closer than it was. So that yeah drops me down to ten, and I believe I lost a side bet to coach. For a York Peppermint Patty on that game. Yes, a YPP. A YPP. We got to double that up this week for sure. And then Coach. Can absolutely do. Coach, there was a, a while there, and they were announcing the score of the Syracuse-Clemson oh, game for the first half. Syracuse was up 21-10. to Because in our last show, Coach said they could beat Clemson and then go on and finish undefeated and make the playoff. And that suddenly seemed like not such a ridiculous statement at all. <laughs> but... They, they, and then they're, they're, yeah, their offense collapsed in the second half. There, they did not score a point, so they, they score another point. Yep, so they lost to Clemson. I think twenty eight twenty one. Probably not going to make the playoff, but it was an entertaining run. No, it wasn't. The important thing is they covered, and coach is now up to eighty one points. He's got a slim seventy one point lead over BMOC. <laughs> and then, of course, our guests bankrupted by Tall Sean sitting on the rim of the hole at zero. Rim of the hole. Who's got wagers this week, Maestro? I got to go back to my go to my team, to even though they've kind of struggled the last couple of weeks. But I think I think uh, Mikel Arteta is going to get them fired up for uh, the Nottingham Forest game. Um, Arsenal's number one. Nottingham Forest is number twenty, I think, or eighteen or whatever. <laughs> that sounds so like if they stealing. don't win this game. That sounds like stealing. it does. It, it does. Do so, it. Steal that money, please. I'd like to. I'd like to try to get back to zero. If you guys, I know we said if you're negative, you got to go negative. You got to go five points on. We will let you go ten. I'm going to try to go ten and get back to the rim. No, of the I, hole. I want Not you to get off the rim of the hole. Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. Number. That's a number real twenty in the table. That's a real place, is it? It's a real place. It with, is. With Robin Hood. It Sheriff Nottingham. <laughs> Little John. Little John gonna score a goal. Little John couldn't put the ball in the back of the net if it was already at the back of the net. I mean, the way the way my Gunners are playing, they might tie that game, and then I'm at negative twenty, oh, and that is not. No, that's not where you want. That to is be. a hole. I am. That's a dirty, <laughs> Wait, <was> stinky <laughs> no, hole. That is I a, am not climbing out of. You're, it. That's a dirty rim of a hole. Baby. You will. You cannot. You cannot <laughs> even see the rim from that deep in the hole. Alrighty. Rim that hole, baby. <laughs> I don't know which I like better now. The rim of the hole jokes are saying Nottingham Forest with an accent. Nottingham Forest! I think they're both really good. I spent uh, close to 30 seconds choosing a game this week, and we'll see if that helps oh, me out. Oh, so did I. So uh, Cincinnati is playing UCF. They are one-point favorites. That's basically a pick em. I think they're going to win that game. So Why would you do Cincy when they failed I, me? I feel like they're, they're going to turn it around for He's me. Just believing them. Yep. Don't stop! Believe, but I'll only put five points on there. So five points, Cincinnati covers oh, against good. UCF. That's a minus one. It's a pick 'em, folks. Take the Bearcats against Nottingham Forest. Ooh. Coach, what do you got? <laughs> All right, I'm uh, I'm going back to the well because I like to go back to the teams that make me happy. I'm going to go Cuse minus two and a half versus Notre Dame. Is that game in Syracuse Taking or in Cuse. Notre Dame? I think it's in Notre Dame. That's, well, you know what? I'm not going to say that out loud because I don't. Let me look. Hold it. Hold. Hold. No, it's in it's it's in Syracuse. Yeah, that makes me even happier. The carrier dome. Yeah, I'm taking the two and a half. And uh, bra- wait for it. I like I like nice clean numbers. 
I'm going 19 points. I want to get to 100. 19 I'm going points. 19. Cuse covers. Coach hits triple digits. <laughs> Holy cow! Man. If I don't, <laughs> I go down Coach to 60. Get... Yeah. What's that? Coach is getting quacky. I'm getting quacky. Those. He's getting quacky. Are your wagers of the week. So Maestro says take Arsenal against Nottingham Forest. 10:30. Cincinnati BMOC says we'll beat UCF by at least one point. That's what it means to beat a team, by the way. Coach. Yeah. Taking Syracuse minus two and a half against Notre Dame. Take out a second mortgage and wager along with us. Yeah. Let's All right. go. Let's get to the important business. amazing where that was going a new energy awesome. a new energy to the benton with coach's brother riff that was amazing wow. maestro so we won last week uh he taken kansas yes, state to to ntcu's uh, reign i watched that game uh the first half definitely yeah. looked like k-state was gonna actually by the end of the first half you knew they were having problems uh, because tcu yes. had a drive that they looked awfully good on and k-state just they stayed in that cover two defense the whole game and you know, once they were leaving it underneath, and once TCU figured it out, it it was basically over. So they went on to win something like thirty-eight to twenty-eight, I believe. Uh, the important thing was TCU won and covered, so uh, we won ten bucks back from Brother. That puts us at up for plus five on the season, and we got a game from Brother. I understand. Yeah, we do. So uh, he, of course, uh, wanted to mess with us. He threw out Ohio State minus fifteen and a half, Penn State. That's why I said, let's circle back on what you were saying, because both of you guys said that they would cover that 15 and a half. Are we taking Ohio State or are we taking uh, PSU? Oh, we're definitely well, taking no Good, because I was – good. Taking Ohio State, what are we doing, 10? Here's the thing. I would really – Ohio State, they could really bring the hammer. They could. And like – Make a statement against Penn State and be like, people are just gonna be like, holy shit! But it's gonna be up to CJ. He needs to really deliver. That's that's where that's where. I'm are at. we doing ten dollars or are we doing five? Ten dollars. Let's do it. All right. I love the confidence. And if I'm not mistaken, brother, he sent that bet from Japan. That's where he is. Yes, he's in Japan right now. So, on his way, actually, on his way to South Korea. Nice. So I can't wait till he gets back yes. and we get our souvenirs. So this is going to be amazing. Yeah, I know. I cannot wait. I told him, make them good. I hope they're not keychains again. Oh, I'm so sick of the keychains. Too many keychains. Got a I, stack of them. Take, Too many keychains, everybody. I, I take fridge magnets all day over keychains. Oh, fridge magnets or koozies. I love oh, koozies, koozies from South Koozie, Korea. Be nice. South Korean koozies are the That'd finest. Be, oh. I, they are the best. It's it's Minus actually called, Corinthian leather. It's the land of the koozie. They invented it. <laughs> I've always always known that. It sounds like Maestro's going to play this one out. I hope he does. I was doing my funk version. Let's of do it. it. Shows cruising right along. We're to the part of the show where we get stuff off our chest. We call that a rant, or we clean up a mistake we made. We call that a correction, or we pass along a recommendation of something we think you might enjoy watching in the world of entertainment. And we call this segment Rats and Corrections. Recommendations. Rough. <laughs> Rough, rugged, and raw. I feel. How would how would be how'd BMOC, BMOC sing that if he was from Nottingham Forest? Nottingham Forest, I'd be like recommendations. I recommend recommendations. You vote for Nottingham Forest, going to be Arsenal. Arsenal and the tables. Nottingham Forest, they tend to walk it in, though, don't they? All right, they walk it in. We've got uh, open mic style here. Maestro with two rants, Coach with a correction, and BMOC with a rant. Let's go to... Oh, we're like a rant sandwich with a correction in the middle. Yeah, let's go to Maestro first. What? Oh, I was going to... Okay. Just do one. Do you want me to do both? Let's do one, one, and then we'll do Coach's correction, then we'll do your other one. 
Oh, I like that. Oh, the sandwich. All right. Well, you know, you know me. I'm a I'm a suburban guy. You love suburbans. I do my I do my Pittsburgh uh, house maintenance. I do my yard work. Um, this is actually I'm gonna throw some shade at some of my neighbors. Mm. This might actually be a a re rant. I probably did this a couple years ago, but I'm gonna do it again because it's driving me bonkers. But all right, leaf blowers. <laughs> Leaves are falling. I know it's Central Ohio. Lots of leaves falling. We're about, we're probably about seventy percent down, so we're nearing the end. There's there's a handful of trees that's that still haven't dropped any yet. But fellas, 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 fellas. fellas. When I say fellas, I mean my neighbors. You don't have to do it every night. All right. They fall. And wait for the you leaf blowing waves. All right. You do it. You don't have to do it every night. Oh, they hate. Not every night. You're, you don't have to see all of your yard every night before you go to bed. Oh, but they Let do. It Let it go. A little leaf decay in your yard. It's not a bad thing. Oh, it actually it's looks actually very, a good very thing. nice. Very autumny. I watched this guy chase one leaf across his yard you the other day not. while I was walking the dog. I'm like, come on, Why? buddy. Reach up and really? Why? Reach down Let's and pick ask it yourself. Up. Why? Why would they rather be Why out there doing, doing that than, than inside their house facing up to the decisions they've made in their life? They're running away, Maestro. That they're running away. They are running away. I mean, I'll be the first one to tie. I got a leaf blower. It's not mm-hmm. a fancy one. It's mm-hmm. electric, mm-hmm. so I got to plug it in. It's a pain in the ass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When you get going, it's fun. It is fun, mm-hmm. but uh, I do it once, maybe. Do you, twice. Maestro, just blow your leaves back into the woods? Yeah, that's, so, that's, that's nice. That's what you should do. And here's what I do. I t- typically kind of blow the leaves oh, you blow. kind of into a big <laughs> pile, and then I rake then I rake them because oh, there's them. just so many. Yeah. I, I can get it. I can do it faster with the rake. So I just try to gather I them, the and rake. then whoosh, I spaz out, and I rake the hell out of them. I kick them. Mm. I kick and rake. It's I got a kick and rake style. You said a kick and rake. <laughs> kick and rake. Kick and rake. Thank you. The kick and rake. All right, you can suck it, being on the seat while you sit inside and, and watch sit his, with your, watch your head in your hands it. at the purple table. Watch what do you got, coach? Do it. All right, I have to do a correction, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna credit Maestro on this one. I was a little hasty in my anger towards Dusty Baker last week. Um, I think it's because I think it's because I was so angry, at, and I tried to mask it that it didn't bother me, but I was so angry at the Yankees. And angry at the Astros for just being the Astros, that um, I kind of took my anger out on an innocent man who just wears gloves, probably for a good reason. Um, he's actually a, a good dude, and I, if, Dusty, if you're listening, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been so angry. I still don't want the Astros to win, but I do want you to get a World Series. So I hope that you don't win it here, and maybe next year you win it with some other team. But uh, I apologize for my anger and it was misplaced and uh, i apologize and maestro called me out on it and i uh i was like yeah i was kind of a dick so uh, i'm pulling back on the dusty baker hate he's a good dude good good on you coach yeah i i I was hasty that was my that was that was that was reactive and impulsive and uh i i can admit when i was wrong i was wrong i i think it's it's I mean, he wasn't even there during the scandal. Not at all. And he and he came in the, after the scandal, and he's yeah. just a guy that's – he's just a good manager. I, I do like him. He's managed forever in so many different teams. So um, I was just being a dick. Come on. Everybody knows that. I'm, I'm just I'm being coach. It. I'm just coach. Ah. Just being coach. Ah, you know how it is. Uh, he was one Tables. of the people – He's one of the people on Twitter who tweeted his uh, favorite little Debbie's at us, though. So I know he does listen. So I'm sure he's going to preach it. What is his favorite? It's, uh, it's uh, the Star Crunch. Star Crunch, right? Yeah, yeah. Star Crunch. You guys are Star guys Crunch buddies. Mm-hmm. I know. See, now it makes me feel even worse. Nice. All right, Meister, what's your second rant, friend? All right. So me and Wifey Poo, we finished up The Patient tonight. We watched the last episode of the season, and... Um, there was a scene in there, and it, it reminded me. No spoilers. What the hell? No, it's, it won't, this won't be a spoiler. But there was a scene in there, and it reminded me. Why the hell does did this happen a lot in this series? Why do? Why did? Here we go. 
Why is take a deep breath? The main character. Organize your thoughts. Why did they? Why did him peeing have to be in every episode? Almost every episode, the main guy pees, and we have to listen to him pee. Tell me. There's one episode where, you, first of all, you always see him drinking a giant coffee, right? He's got like a giant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode where he goes into pee, and Steve Carell knows about how much time that gives him to sharpen something up or uh, hide something or do something, right? I, there's a second or third episode in where I think Carell is trying to hide like the plastic fork or something, and he does it while he's peeing. That's That's... Flimsy. Flimsy at best. <laughs> you but he like also, it. I think he pees with the door open so you can hear it. So I'm, I don't I don't know why filmmakers do it. I, I think they're trying to like show pee. his lack of understanding of boundaries with that. Maybe, does it does maybe, it come to does it come to play in the final episode? It's in a different situation, mm. so you know for that reason maybe you can after after i watch it we'll circle back after you watch it It, it's a little cheap it's a little cheap as a plot device for a short for as short as those episodes are they're filling it why did that have to be 30 seconds of part of that so there has to be meaning there but i just don't know what it is and i'm not sure that your your definition is correct we shall shall call we shall call this the great tinkle question and we will try to solve it I'm not sure yes. if your explanation is right. Very good. Very good. <laughs> well, I, I'm the one with the minor in film. I know Peter thinks that you know he's made some films, but I have the minor. So. And I've so, seen a shit ton, so I know more about than both. <laughs> we will. That's true. We will trust. We will and, trust your your take on it. It's it's like I don't like um, films that do establishing shots, which are like pictures of the characters hanging on the wall, and you're like, oh, I see. They must have been friends at some point. Yes. Because like. I don't. I don't have. You guys are my best friends. I don't have any fucking pictures of you up anywhere in my house. <laughs> I'd have to open your phone. Right? And get your but if we're making some movie, a, yeah, for Sports Wednesday, the movie, right? They'd, there'd be like this Photoshop picture of the three of us in college, like with our arms around each other. By the way, I'm, I'm going to do a preemptive Sports Wednesday, the movie. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to do a a preemptive rant. This is for next okay. week. Yes. Um, I hope you guys have a lot of fun at your Halloween parties. Thanks for inviting me. That's all I'm going to say. What Halloween parties? I don't have any. I know you both will be at Halloween parties. <laughs> I won't. With your A teams. <laughs> no, I won't. I can tell you. I know He's it. going to I the Lubas. I know, I know that he's got one it. with the Lubas. I don't. Cool. Cool. I cool, don't have one. Cool. cool so why don't we cool, do our own cool, Halloween thing? Because cool, we don't have one. Cool. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Also, the uh, the cabinet of curiosity starts tonight. That's the the Guillermo del Toro yes. horror series oh, on, I Netflix. Saw it on Netflix. I'm very excited. I'm very excited about that too. Yeah. Oh, nice. that's so that's good. my wreck. Even though I haven't watched it yet, I'm that's hoping, a pre wreck. Hoping, hoping, hoping it's good. That's a pre wreck. Oh, I'm ho- if, pre wreck and a pre rant. That's all yeah. new. That's really good. We could add that. All right, what thought, do you got, BMOC? I, yeah, B- thought about having a Halloween party, but then it's like I just can't pull it together in time. You should, you could have. The Browns used to they used to entertain like we used to be entertaining people during the I pandemic. Know. Now it's all I, I can up. do to show up here once a week and drive the trains on this motherfucker of a show. <laughs> all you need is a dish of candy corn and a couple PBRs. You could a have dish a dish of candy corn and some PBRs. Everybody, all right. What's, what's I, your rant? I'm worried. I'm worried. This is a repeat rant. So if it is, you can shout cancel. Can I? Can I? I'll, I'll stop you. Yeah, I'll stop you. We had Chinese food tonight for, for dinner. Okay. All right. I had that last night. I don't know what passes for a fortune in the fortune cookie writing world anymore, but it has been ages since I've got a legitimate fortune. All you get are platitudes. I got tonight generosity is a nice trait. And I'm like, all right, fair statement. What does True. this have to do with me, cookie? I used to look forward to fortune cookies, and now... Oh, me too. I think they're sending my blood pressure sky high. Because <laughs> they don't do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, and I also give have... Give you hope. They don't give you hope. This is a good question here where I could use a ruling from the committee of three. 
Uh, so, yes. you know, my wife has celiac disease, so she doesn't eat the fortune cookie. So she pulls her fortune and reads it, and then I eat the cookie. That doesn't that, count. That's what that's what I'm doesn't asking. Count. What do you think, Maestro? If you got to eat, the, you got to eat the cookie. Got to eat the cookie, and you got to pick your own cookie. Oh yes, that's I'll true. Pick, you can't pick your own cookie, cookie for sure. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah, but what if she eats part of the cookie? If she eats some of it, yes. Okay. But, I give I'll give credit to that because if she's eating it with. With her condition, that gives her credit. Okay. I give her credit for that. I gotcha. But you got to eat some of the cookie. You can't pull the. You can't pull it and give it away. Once you do that, that fortune's gone. Mm-hmm. I would, I would and the it. other person doesn't. The other person doesn't assume that fortune either. Actually, it's the opposite. They get the bad luck. The opposite of that fortune by eating that cookie. Remind me in po- post that while we're talking about this to drop in the sound of Meister just peeing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Check out this shirt I got at Meyer. That's fantastic. So Meyer's got yeah. They've got a ton of printed tees right now. I know that the they've got like a Miller highlight, <gasps> but I saw this one. I was like, Meister is oh. uh, for those of you not on the live stream, and there's a hundred. They're all on special for seven. It's a Harry Styles shirt. <laughs> it was hundred No, it's the Goonies. Hundred seventy-five thousand people on the live stream right now, and they are hearting that shirt like crazy. Nice job there. Love the goodies. Well, that's Ranch Corrections and Recommendations, fellas. Uh, we managed to bring this in under an hour. That's uh, reversing a trend of recent Sports Wednesday, so I'm excited there. Huge. <laughs> For the tightest show sheet I've ever seen, we, we still, still went an hour. <laughs> we still almost that's went right. an hour. And uh, thanks to everybody who reached out on Twitter and Tall Sean, of course, with their little Debbies. There being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next or possibly Wednesday next next. And on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake and Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, Take care of yourselves and each other, and good times, everybody. Good times. Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.